Hey everyone, happy new year. Um, and also happy birthday to me. My birthday was before Christmas. So happy birthday to me and the baby G. But um, I didn't have time. I didn't have time. I wanted to do this New Year's thing before New Year's near my birthday because I believe that birthdays are more important for starting over and expanding yourself and closing out the past. Your birthday is way more important than the new year on the calendar. Um, I came up with this idea probably in the aughts or the teens, something like that, sitting at a private club in Birmingham, Alabama. And uh, the only reason it was a private club is so they would, they would still be able to allow smoking inside. I think it was called Gus's. It was a really great place. If anybody remembers it, please let me know. Send me a picture of it beautiful interior, the coolest mural, the greatest performers, the nicest bartenders. Uh, Gus's, I think it was Gus's. <laughs> Whatever it was, that place was rad. Anyway, I don't know. I don't want to say come to the realization I've observed or lived in this pattern that I've noticed that it takes about five years to accomplish something if nobody's holding you back. Um, if you have support, it takes less time because there's nothing in your way. Um, a lot of the time we don't know though, how we are being held back. Um, usually it's some kind of obligation that is more societal than personal, if that makes sense. Something like a job. And I'm not saying quit your job and join the circus, but I kind of am. <laughs> if you really want to join the fucking circus. Because why not? There's always next year to start over at another job anyway, right? Each, each birthday New Year provides the opportunity to close out another portion of your life and to take another risk. And it just takes about five years for that risk to play out. How's that sound? Some of the things that I've accomplished in a five-year time frame, uh... Not in this five-year time frame, not from 35 to 40 necessarily, although one of, one of those things did. Not in this five-year time frame, not necessarily from 35 to 40. But for example, in my early 30s, I, after writing my whole life, I just said, I'm going to start doing movies. I'm going to start modeling and I'm going to start acting. And I did. And... Within two years, I was on movie ads on trains. And um, the reason that happened so quickly is because I had the support of my partner at the time. Unfortunately, I didn't have support in other areas. Another thing that took me about five years was to become uh, a successful independent hairdresser. I am currently employed by someone else other than myself, but technically I'm still registered <laughs> with the IRS as an independent entity. And that's what matters. Within these last five years, I managed to, well, secure my dream guy and put a ring on it. That's, and it's not supposed to be the most important thing in your life to find a partner. But I got to tell you, and I'll tell you this later, I'll tell the story another day, I'll tell the whole thing. I knew that this man was a life goal of mine. 
before I ever met him. And when I met him, it took me five years to finally fucking get him. Um, that's not true. We've been together the whole five years. It's <laughs> but now we're married. <laughs> um, everywhere except on paper. So, And I don't want to hear that that means that we're not married. Uh, I've been married on paper twice. And I'll tell you, this is so much more than either of those were. Looking ahead. Looking ahead with this terrible bandage in my mouth. Um, within the next five years, I will make at least two films of my own. Uh, two films that I have written. Hopefully, I will be able to produce them independently. Um, or, you know, with a very kind benefactor's assistance. One of my goals within the next five years is to create the Graham Cush Arts Foundation which will ideally provide, I hate the term safe space, but truly to have safe interim housing and also, um, or just, you know, a place for kids to go after school and work on art and engineering projects, things like that. More plans on that are coming soon, but that's the goal for now. That's the primary goal of the charity to at least create a space where people can hang out safely and ideally accomplish their arts in the process. So yeah, Graham Cush Arts Foundation. Ultimate goal is to create interim housing for um, women, children, queer people who have found themselves without resources. And ideally some of the art created in our safe environment will be used to fund further safe environments. I'm writing out the plans now, but I hope to have it going later this year. Graham Cush Arts Foundation. Uh, we'll see. More on that later. Um, and I have written down that I'd like to find, in quotes, the house. There is a very specific type of house that I am looking for that I'm not quite sure exists in total. I may have to make it. I may have to build it. It may not be in the right place. I may have to relocate it on one of those uh, wide load tractor trailers. I don't know. I know that it's small and I know that it's tall. And for some reason, I feel like it's blue or green on the outside. Space for me and a balcony. And that's all we need. And it's a block from the ocean, maybe two. Depends on how far you can see. That's the next five years. This year's plan, this year's celebration plan was a little too big and things had to be modified. Um, it started with breakfast at Panera, which is just my favorite breakfast of all time. But I don't live near one. The plan for the day was breakfast, mini golf, sunset, drinks. And we did it, sort of. Uh, the breakfast had to be changed from Panera, which I got to say is my favorite breakfast in the world. I don't care if their lemonade gives people heart attacks. Their souffles are so fucking good, even though I know I can make them at home. Uh, and their breakfast sandwiches, something about them, I don't know if it's the panini press they use 
but there is just something special about Panera breakfast food. We ended up going to Dunkin' Donuts because I was too lazy to go to the Panera that I so badly wanted to go to. (laughs) Which is great. Dunkin' Donuts is my second favorite breakfast food. Again, their breakfast sandwiches, there is just something steamy and delightful about them. And Dunkin' has the best breakfast potatoes in the game out of all of the fast food joints. McDonald's used to have the top spot. But now those hash browns cost like $4 a piece. They stick to that paper baggie. You can't get them out. So you can't take them anywhere. And if they cool off, they just turn into weird sludges. Not a fan for $4. Shit, I forgot where I was. Uh, I think I was talking about breakfast. (laughs) And then we went and played mini golf. And then we went and saw a sunset at Griffith Observatory. And then we had a sensible dinner um, at a neighborhood bar that is never too crowded and has potato skins. Although I want to talk a little bit about like shrinkflation real fast. You used to get four to five halves of a potato in your potato skins order. Meaning that if you had a group of five people, each person would get half a potato. And lately, it seems to me that if you had a group of five, I don't know why five and not six, but that's the number of pieces that they've managed to pull out of one potato. But we pay for them anyway. Because what else are we going to do? It's my birthday. Five years ago on my birthday, I had just met (laughs) my man. Um, And I invited him. It was about a week after we met. And I invited him to my birthday because... I was going to go to this bar that was having like a clown art party. I'm not a fan of clowns, but it seemed like an interesting thing to do, to do clown horror as a Christmas party. And when I met my boyfriend, he was wearing, I should say my husband, but I don't really like the word husband. When I met my man, he was wearing a flannel with a John Wayne Gacy patch on it. And so I invited him to the creepy clown Christmas party that I was planning on going to for my birthday. He didn't come, which hurt my feelings. I should ask him why he didn't come, shouldn't I? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, baby. Um, And happy anniversary because we didn't do anything. We didn't talk about that. That's right. That's right. What? Do you remember when we met? Like the night? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) Is at the bar. At the literal bar. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was sometime in mid-December. Early December, yeah. Yeah. How come you didn't come to my birthday? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) It was so many years ago, I don't know what excuse I had. Okay. Okay. I think we had just met and uh, I was like, I don't know if I want to, if I want to commit <laughs> to birthday party right away. That birthday, only one friend came, which is pretty common for a birthday that exists during the same week as the observed birth of the baby G. I want to tell the story about what happened on that birthday, actually. I was with the one friend who did come. And we had had our faces painted like clowns. 
This girl walked in and I looked at her and I was like, oh, she kind of looks like a hot version of me. Like she just looked, I don't know, she's just, she looks around and then she walks to the back of the bar and I, probably goes to the bathroom or looks outside or something. <clears throat> this guy walks in wearing khakis and a black turtleneck. It felt like such a dated outfit that I noticed it. And he kind of looked at me and he said, oh, and then he like walked right toward me. And at the very last second, made a very sharp right turn away from our table. And I turned to my friend and I said, did you just see that? That guy like walked right toward us and she hadn't noticed. And then <laughs> the hot girl, the hot me comes back and sits at the bar. And then the turtleneck approaches her. And then it becomes clear, and they were meeting from an app, that he thought I was her. And she looked at me, and then she looked at him, and I could tell that she thought he was a fucking idiot because I've got a full face of fucking clown makeup on. You thought that your date from the apps is gonna just be A, with somebody else in the corner of the room, and B, in clown makeup. Are you kidding? His eyesight must be so bad. And I could tell that that's what was happening. I could tell that she was immediately turned off by the idea, probably his khakis and turtleneck also, but the idea that he thought I was her. I don't know, it just it's a turn off to not be recognized, but also that he thought that she was a clown, basically. It's pretty insulting. <laughs> I wish them both well, and I wish a new wardrobe for him. <laughs> I was just retelling the story of the... Um, how I was with my one friend and this guy walked in who saw me and thought I was his date. He realized I was wearing clown makeup and at the last second he turned away. Why were you wearing clown makeup? Because it was a clown, it was a it was a creepy clown party. Was this the thing that Footsie's put on or was- the Guy who runs it wasn't, Angry Hour. You didn't have a birthday party and decided it was gonna be creepy clown themed? A bunch, I invited a bunch of people to his party. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Because it was on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah that actually sounds pretty fun i don't know uh yeah i don't know why i didn't come <laughs> <laughs> it's probably on drugs even though my man didn't come to my birthday we somehow managed to make it for five years and this the week before my birthday also is our five-year anniversary so do you remember when we met, though? Like, really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep, you were right here next to the bar. Right next to me, at the bar. <laughs> were you like, I'm going to marry this woman? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> never thought Never thought that. Never thought about that at all. <laughs> never thought of myself as married at all. Yeah. Is that offensive? No. Plus, <laughs> you were married at the time anyways. Yes, but clearly <laughs> that was for a different reason. You remember our, our first date? At the, the hotel? Was it at the hotel? I thought... I think I was wearing my green hoodie. I don't know. I think you... I thought you were wearing your leather jacket. I don't think I had my leather jacket at that point. Or no, maybe... Yeah, I did, maybe. But I could have been wearing the hoodie too. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you took a picture of me with my with my string in my beer or something. 
Oh my God, was our first date actually at our bar too? That's what I thought. Okay, yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, oh my God, I totally forgot our first date. Holy shit, that's so funny. Now I remember. What a, what a, I, what a card. I remember that, oh my God, that picture I think might even still be on my Instagram. Probably. I think yeah. you posted it, yeah. And I, I remember, yeah, I do remember that. I thought I invited you to meet up with me at the um, the Line Hotel bar, and there happened to be a very famous jazz person performing that night. And I it was, was a very so famous jazz person. the place was packed out, and I was, was so pissed because I was like, yeah. "No, it was a particular guy." Like they advertised it on Facebook. I thought, oh, yeah. but I was so annoyed because it's usually so dead in there, and I was like, "Perfect place for a conversation." And then there was a fucking virtuoso performance the whole time, which you enjoyed, which was great. But I was a total bitch because I didn't want that to happen. <laughs> yeah. I was so pissed. Mm-hmm. It was a bad, it was a bad, like, impression, like, way to be. I could not flow. <laughs> Did we go to our bar after? Yeah. Okay. Honestly, our first year sucked. But I hear that from couples that I admire that the first year really fucking sucked. <laughs> um, I'm not saying that you should put up with bullshit um, or abusive situations. I just don't think that the first year is as easy as everybody likes to think that it should be. I don't think that the first year is the honeymoon phase. I think that the first year is the real rough establishing of your relationship. And then everything that comes after that is just building upon that foundation that you had to cobble together. If you believe that you can change and grow together, then. Do you have any goals for this year? Like a resolution per se? Not even a resolution, but like a project that you want to start or finish or. To be more creative would always be better. You know, I feel like I'm always very lazy, especially recently, you know, about being creative. Mm-hmm. Recording, writing, all that stuff. I'm a very lazy artist. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, be less lazy. I find that artists work in production cycles and that, sometimes may true. appear lazier than others. That's true. And I am an artist in that sense. <laughs> what do you think is the thing that would make you less lazy in the times of laziness? If I was inspired more? I don't know. That would have... <laughs> it's a terrible answer. I'm sorry that you're not so inspired so much. No, it's not your fault. Well, do you like when I give you projects? They're fine. They're fine? Yeah. I, I, it's hard to be inspired by somebody else's, like, project, you know? It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's not hard or anything like that. Like, the, the, um, the, um, the theme was fun. Yeah. But, like, you know... <laughs> It's not as fun as my projects, you know? Sure. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. 